0: Hey, I'm Ben Ramos, and I get the privilege of serving here as the senior pastor. We are a church all about the authentic power of God coupled with sound theology, because God's given us his inerrant, infallible word, and in it, he calls us to be people who are filled by his Holy Spirit, people who are empowered by his Holy Spirit, and people who are led by his Holy Spirit. As a local congregation, God's called us to help people take steps in their relationship with Jesus, to see them rise from death to life and glory to glory. I just want to thank you guys so much for joining us today. I truly pray and I hope that this message would be an encouragement to you and your life that it would help you to recognize that the mission field is all around you and that it would help you to take steps in your relationship with Jesus. Be blessed. Hey, thanks again for joining us. I wanted to take a moment before we jump into this podcast just to communicate where we are as a church. One of the things that we're seeing the Lord do is to lead us into being a people of God, who is growing to be more and more sensitive to his voice. And we believe that our example is Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit. He only did what he saw the Father doing, and he only spoke what he heard the Father speaking. And so we believe that God is training us and raising us up to be a people who would live in such a way in our individual lives. And so when we come together as a church, we would expect that as he's leading us to live this way in our individual lives. Lives, that we would often see a reflection of that as we would gather corporately, that we would have services where we would simply be listening to God's voice paying attention to his direction and responding in like fashion. This morning on November 1st, that's exactly what took place. We spent time, we sought after what God was doing, and we responded to what he was doing um, uh, during, this, during this service. And so what we've done here within this podcast is put together a section of clips to summarize what God was doing. And so you'll hear a little bit of jumping to and forth, um, but I believe that this podcast has uh, effectively brought all together, um, all of the moments of what God was doing. And so as you are listening through, be sure to have like a notepad down with you. Be sure to jot down the scriptures that God brings up. Be sure to bring down the messages that God is is bringing. And we believe that just as God did it live here on a Sunday, that he can also be doing it through this recording. And so I do pray that this would be impacting to your walk with Jesus. I pray that it would stir you up, that you would continue to walk in faith. God bless you and enjoy. This is an explosive morning. Can y'all tell? Come on, this is just explosive, just powerful. Hey, um, would you guys stand um, as we uh, would enter into worship this morning? Let's just enter into this place of recognizing what it is that we're doing here. Father, here we are. We're gathered together to worship you. We want you, God. We want your ways. We want your vision. We want your strength. We want your courage. We want your boldness. We want your power. We want want your presence. God, we want you. We want your kingdom, your will. Jesus, here we are. We recognize who you are, God. You're the creator of all things. The one who spoke everything to into existence. You're the one who paid the price for us that we could stand in righteous place and righteous relationship with you. We thank you for it, God. We thank you for that this morning. And I felt like one of the things that uh, as we entered in that we ought to do was just recall the way that God is moving in this season. God's on the move. God is on the move. Amen. He's still speaking right here, right now. He's still speaking in this season. He's still healing bodies in this season. I heard stories of that this morning of how he, uh, how he healed a shoulder. I come before you this morning declaring that I've cried out to God. I have called out to him and said, God, I need you. I need you to shift something in me. I need you to, I need you to stir something up in me. I need you to move. God's moved. I need you to comfort. God is comforted. I need you to show me the way where I can't see anything around me. And he showed me the way. God is on the move. God is on the move. I wonder if someone doesn't have anything this morning um, that they want to testify about God doing something this morning. What's God doing? God is providing. Above and beyond, God is providing. What else do we see God doing? Well, the bad news was my old car took
1: went bye bye. It went bye bye. Uh, I guess it hyperlocked. If it, anybody's a mechanic and when a vehicle hyperlocks, I guess the engine's gone. So I called the mechanic and said, Well, you either need a new engine or a new car, which I could not afford. So um, the spirit of the sovereign war said, call your friend who told you about that vehicle. So I called him,
0: and I got a 2001 Nissan Maxima for 400 bucks. Wow. So uh, the only bad thing is they were having it in a field, and a mouse died in it, so I didn't deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) So God continued to provide. God continued to provide. Over here. Praise God. Praise God for making a way. Yeah. Yeah. We had about 10 different churches participating in the worship night last
2: night. So I see just
0: unity in the body of Christ. Yeah. Being, which is Yes. <laughs> yeah, for real though. So she said there were over 10 churches that came together for the regional worship gathering that took place here yesterday. Seeing God work in the unity within the churches in our area. Lord, we praise you. Any others I want to share?
2: trial like he's still showing me that he's right
3: here with me and so we just praise him that he is our comforter you know
0: and a good father yeah yeah so father we thank you we thank you that you're our comforter we thank you that you're our provider we thank you that you are the waymaker. God, we thank you. And we just give you praise. This isn't stuff that we're just making up. God, you're really here. You're really doing these things in our life. You're really making a way. You're really right here with us right here, right now. And so as we come together and worship you this morning, Jesus, King Jesus, We do, we just freshly elevate you to the place that you deserve in our lives as the King upon the throne, the one who is above it all, the one who directs it all. We recognize you as our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And we thank you that as you ascended, that the Holy Spirit descended. We thank you that your presence is here with us, here this morning, right here, right now. And we just acknowledge you and we welcome you, God. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We say this gathering is is for you. And so we ask that you would have your way. Would you move this morning, God? We've been hearing these testimonies of how you've been moving here. And we just invite you continue to move here this morning. Whatever you wanna do this morning, have your way, have your way, have your way. Would you just ask him, have your way, God? have your way. Your will be done, Lord. We raise up in faith this morning, God. I just pray even right now, release faith here in your church. Release faith here in your, with your people. Release faith with those who are worshiping with us online. Release faith now that we would recognize that, God, you're here right now. You're here right now, Lord. And we just acknowledge just even a shift in environment, God. We thank you for it right now, Lord. Holy Spirit, we ask for just a tangible uh, peace in our hearts, even right now. Let there be a freedom to worship you. Let all chains be broken. God, let's even help us. I just having this vision of, of us stepping into this fresh place of worship, a fresh place of worship that maybe we've been longing to go back to. It's this place of worship where it's just me and God that the people next to me, it doesn't matter if they're looking over at you, if you're raising your hands, whatever you're doing, it's just you and God. And so here we are, God, We, we desperately, we declare our need for you and we desperately wanna be with you. And so let's enter in church. Let's enter into worship in Jesus' name. One of the things that we do is when we walk in faith is what we is we take a pause we take a moment and we recognize what God is doing and then we call it out and so one of the things that i saw on the opposite side of that, at the beginning side of that, was I I felt this this prophetic feeling, prophetic meaning uh, beforehand, before it takes place. I felt like one of the things the Lord was gonna do here in our midst this morning was that he was going to release a supernatural faith within his people. And I feel like as I've sat here this morning, I don't, has it been just me who has felt that? Has there been more people here this morning who've been feeling like, wow, something is sparking in me. There is a faith in me that's on the increase. And so one of the things that I wanna do is I, I, I wanna just continue to stand in that because I, I feel like if God does it and we don't respond to it, it, there's this call just to step into it and say, yes, this is what God is doing. Now I wanna see that activated. I want to see that activated and and I want to see the Lord continue to build on that. I want this to be a a new jumping point for us, if that makes sense. And so one of the things I want to do is I just want to take a few minutes for intercession here this morning. And I I want to ask worship team just to continue to minister as you guys are. But with this faith that God is placing in us, we're, and we're declaring in this song, no one, no one can do these things but you. And in essence, what we're declaring is, God, you are able. We see these things that seem just impossible, but God, you are able. And so what are the, some of the things that we need to be crying out for God to do here in this moment? With this increase of faith, To call upon the God of the impossible. What are we asking God to do? And I'm going to ask for maybe just a couple of us to come up and articulate a prayer. A prayer in deep faith that God would do something. I'm going to ask that a couple of you would come up and articulate a prayer uh, on this microphone here.
3: Thanks for breaking the ice, Nick. Here you go. Something that's been on my heart recently, more recently than ever before, is the minds of our children. The hearts and the minds of our kids being led astray instead of led unto God. That God who's a redeeming God. God that shows up and shows out in your deepest, darkest times and I see them turning to all kinds of stuff. But Jesus is the answer and I wish that I had someone that, that spoke that with such sincerity to me when I needed God. And so I wanna pray for them. I wanna pray for whatever mindsets they have to be broke off in the name of Jesus, for the hurt that's in their hearts from the things that they've experienced and maybe the people that they feel like they can't turn to, that God would break something off and that they would see this isn't just something we're making you do. This isn't just a religious act. This is a relationship and your soul is at stake. Your mind is at stake. God, we just lift up our kids to you today. Lord, I thank you that they would they would see beyond the things we do, that they would hear beyond the things that we try to tell them, God, that you would intervene in their life in such a way that they could only give glory and credit to you. I thank you right now that mindsets of depression would fall off of the kids in this region, in the the, the surrounding regions, that anxiety and worry and being overwhelmed would be broke off in the name of Jesus, that when you sent your son to die on the cross that the blood of Christ was enough. The blood of Christ is setting them free in this place. I thank you that the hurt and the trauma from past experiences would be released right now. I thank you, God, that it wouldn't be weird to say Jesus to them anymore, God. I thank you that they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be, uh, I hate to say cowardly, but that they would be bold And they wouldn't be ashamed of the gospel and that they go to church and that they love you and that maybe they're different, but it's because they're set apart. And I thank you, God, that they would be the generation that that would set others ablaze in your name, that they would be the pillars of light in dark places, that they would have wisdom. There it is, that they would have wisdom to say what they need to say the way they need to say it, that, that it would be attractive to the people around them because you attract. And and we thank you for that, God. I thank you that they could be representatives of that. I thank you that they don't have to feel guilt or shame or condemnation. If they have tried some things that are opposing to you, if they've tried to take their own life, if they've done some things that they're ashamed of, I thank you that now and today is a day of reckoning and freedom right now in this place in Jesus' name. If they're hearing it online, I thank you that it touches them in Jesus' name. And we just give you glory and honor and praise and we are looking forward to the fruit we are calling that out the things we don't see we're calling them out as if they already are in jesus name heaven on earth amen
0: maybe one more volunteer
4: to me about for the past two weeks is just time, spending time with him. The more time, the more we want to go deep with him, the more time that we need to spend with him. And he reminded me that even if I sit there and I hear nothing, even if I have nothing to say to him, he's still worthy of my time, he's still worthy for me to take ten minutes, fifteen minutes throughout the day, any time, any time. He's always worthy of our time. So, Father, I just lift up our time to you. I offer my time as a sacrifice to you, God. Lord, I pray that we would take our lives, we would place them on the altar of your sacrifice, Lord. That you are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are so worthy. What you have done for us, and all you ask is for us to just spend time with you. Just to take the moments in our day to acknowledge you are Lord and you are king. And God, in this, I pray that your Holy Spirit would fall. I pray in those quiet times, we would feel your presence, and Lord, I pray, send the Holy Spirit for Jesus Christ's sake. Send the Holy Spirit powerfully for Jesus Christ's sake. Send the Holy Spirit more powerfully for Jesus Christ's sake. Send the Holy Spirit still more powerfully for Jesus Christ's sake, and we exalt you and we lift you, and we lay down at your feet. You are worthy, you are worthy of time, Jesus.
0: Let's just continue to declare that no one, no one, no one but you, Jesus.
2: even in our wanderings God even our straying away Lord you are always good you are so good God
4: Jesus Jesus
2: one of the verses that we're going to be singing in this song in a moment says and should this life bring suffering Lord I will remember what Calvary has bought for me both now and forever I will remember. I will remember. I think it's so unnatural sometimes for us to to just stop and pause and remember. Remember what God has done for us. Remember the things that he has done for us, starting with the cross, starting with dying on the cross for us, and then remembering all the other things that he's brought us through in our story. Sometimes we have to literally almost feed our flesh into submission, right? To remember, to take a moment to pause and to remember. I'm reminded of the psalms in several of the psalms where you see the psalmist lamenting and crying out to God, God, where are you? Where are you, God? I am broken. I am hurting. I'm in pain. Where are you? But, But then also you see on the flip side of things, you see the psalmist stop. They pause and they stop and they say, but I will recall. I will recall what the Lord has done for me. I will recall that you have brought my people out of Egypt. I will recall that you have healed this person in my family. I will recall that you have done this, God. I will recall these things. So as we enter into a time of communion this morning, I'm asking that we would do that this morning, that we would recall that we would cause our flesh to stop for a moment and truly remember what God has done for us. As the worship team was praying for this morning, the words that Lori shared that, that they were seeing over today was, was the hope that we have in Jesus. And I think in order for us to truly see the full hope that we have in Jesus and the full extent of that, maybe not the full because I don't think we'll see the full extent of that in this side of earth, but we need to stop and pause and, and look at where does that hope come from? Can't fully see the extent of that hope until we stop and remember what Jesus did on the cross, because our hope starts there. Without that, there isn't hope. So would we just recall, would we remember that as we sit and as we fix our eyes on Jesus this morning during communion? And I'd like to do things a little differently this morning for, for communion, for those in this room this morning or online that already have a personal relationship with jesus jesus is your savior jesus is your savior then we know that jesus asks us to continue doing this until he comes in remembrance of him and what he has done for us so we do that this morning we take communion this morning because of that but for those in this room or online that either don't know Jesus yet, or you're on the fence, and you're sitting there like, God, I just need a sign. I need you to show me something to cause me to be all in. Because I feel that there's something. I see something in your people. But what is that? I welcome you, and not only just welcome you, but encourage you to take communion with us this morning. All we ask is that you just consider what Jesus has done on the cross for you. Just consider that. And what I felt over this morning was that for specifically for someone or people in this room or online that are in that place of just not knowing and not fully in. Not fully in. They don't know the fullness of what Jesus has done for you. That Jesus is welcoming you and inviting you to take communion this morning and that there is something that he's going to do through that. I believe in a God who does miraculous things and he works in ways that we can't always see with our physical eyes. I think communion is more than just a ritual. I think it's something that God can move through and that he can do something powerful through. I'm reminded of um, my husband, Pastor Ben, how he shared before about going into the baptism waters and being baptized and when he came up, all of the scars that were on his arms from cutting were gone. And so that other thing that could be, seem like to some, maybe a ritual thing that we do, that's so much more than that, I think communion can be the same. And I think God wants to do that this morning for some in this room. He wants to do something powerfully through your active obedience, your simple step of faith in partaking and communing with us this morning. So I'm going to read. scripture here and then what I'm gonna do is just ask you if you haven't already gotten your communion elements there are some in the back whenever you feel like it please walk back grab your elements and then just sit fix your eyes on the Lord remember we call this morning and when you're ready during this next song then with you between you and the Lord you can take your communion For as often as you eat this bread and you drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So would we take and we eat this morning with our Lord and Savior?
0: I was praying about it earlier um, and just saying you know, Lord release faith, release faith and then the Lord just keeps bringing it up and so um, Lynn has a word about faith that um, that I want him to come and share and take a few minutes I just want to just listen and allow the Lord to, uh, to speak to us
5: When Ben uh, shared this about God wanting to release a supernatural faith to us this morning, uh, what a timely word. Uh, The body of Christ, the church, is in such need of faith, folks. Unbelief, doubt, and fear is absolutely rampant. But he says over and over, fear not, fear not, do not be afraid. It's not faith in our faith, it's not faith in us. It's faith in God, it's faith in God's Word and what He says because it's truth. His Word endures forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word shall not pass away. It is there. I didn't have my thoughts together, and they're still coming. You know, when Ben asked if someone wanted to share on it, I I, didn't. I was still getting thoughts. But but what God quickened to me is, for all the promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. That doesn't mean you have to ask His will. For it. Every one of them are yes. Take them, receive them. I give them to you. He says it's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. That means all the promises in Christ Jesus are in the kingdom, they're ours. Take them, receive them. They've been given to us. But we have to receive them, folks, by faith. He says in Matthew 11:12, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. That's King James. NIV says, From the days of the, John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven... Uh, is forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it God gives them but we have to receive them if we don't take that act of faith and to receive them we don't get to enjoy them that's how we apply them to our life he says in Matthew 8:32 he that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things he's been he's given us all things freely folks they're not earned there's no performance it's receive them faith is receiving what god has already done what he's already accomplished 2000 years ago healing you need healing receive it in the name of Jesus lay hold of it confess it I receive your healing we took communion this morning that bread represents healing the bruises and the stripes he took on his back when he was beating was for our healing emotional and physical receive it I receive it in the name of Jesus The cup represents his blood. It's for the forgiveness and remission of sins. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Our responsibility is to receive. Lay hold of those things. You want the things of the kingdom of God, the promises? Lay hold of them. If you're just waiting, sitting, I'm waiting for God to do this, you won't receive It's an action on our part. He's already did it. He's not doing anything new anymore. Everything that's been done has been done 2,000 years ago. He says, if you want it, take it, seize it, lay hold of it, it's yours. It's his delight to give you the kingdom because when you receive it, you're receiving Jesus because everything is wrapped up in Jesus in the person of Jesus. And that's what he wants to say. Faith is believing his word, receiving it, confessing it, declaring it, and receiving it. That's what it is because we serve an awesome God. And he does not withhold any promise. He's given us all things freely in Christ Jesus.
0: Amen. Let's just continue to sit in that. I just feel like I feel like um, I I just want to listen and respond to the Lord this morning. Is that okay? But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my message down for this morning. What I've prepared, we'll get to it. I'm super excited for it. But I'm super excited for this too. God's got some 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 right now words for us right here this morning and some right now stuff that he wants to do. And so right now, we just continue to invite you, God. We continue to invite you and say, your will be done. Would you move here in our midst? Would you continue to speak? Help us to hear your voice, God. we've been talking about this as like a, a, a privilege of what we, what we have in Jesus that we get to have this type of relationship with him where he would speak and we would hear and so let's just listen and by the way I mean this is kind of one of these things that I can't like manufacture you know and so we're just we're just kind of stepping in. We believe that you speak, God. And we want to we want to listen and respond to you. I think for some of us we just need to continue to respond to respond to this call towards faith. Respond to this call towards accepting, towards, towards receiving. I know uh, sometimes we get to this place um, in our lives where we're like, where we think like gifts are too good for us. Where um, you guys ever f- feel that way? When someone like gives you like, even gives you like a, a praise or an accolade or something like a gift to you. And you're like, oh, I, I don't, I'm not deserving of that. And I feel like some of us this morning are actually saying that before the Lord. We're saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not, oh. And God's saying, yes, you are. Receive, receive it. And so I, I just feel like the Lord is gonna be bringing to mind just even right now as we would be um, just pursuing him, having our, our, our hearts fixed upon him, our eyes fixed upon him, that he would be um, calling to mind some of those things. He's been saying, I've, I've been trying to do this in your life. I've been trying to give you this, but you have, you've, you've said, no, I'm not deserving of this. And so what is that, Lord? Lord, Would you highlight it to individuals here who are participating with us this morning? Would you show us? Someone, um, even as uh, Nick was saying this earlier, but the Lord was wanting to bring healing to your emotional, um, your emotional strain that you've, you've had. Um, it's an emotional scar that you've had. And the Lord has wanted to come in and actually bring healing, um, healing to that part of your heart. I, I, maybe it was someone who, uh, someone who hurt you in the past and did something and even spoke like a false identity over you. And I even see like, you've allowed the Lord to heal parts of it. It's almost like, here's the picture I'm getting. Let me try and communicate this. It's like a, a scar, like picture this being a scar. And there's parts of that scar that have been healed, but there's parts in between that haven't been healed. And that's because you've been saying, I, I'm not worthy of that type of healing. I'm not, I'm not worthy of all that healing. Uh, and, and we've like Christianized it. We've like spiritualized it to the point where we're like, oh yeah, okay, I've gotten gotten this healing, all right, uh, that makes me a a good Christian, I've accepted that, but God, that's too much for me. God's, God's saying that it's not too much for you. I want to give you this healing. I don't know, who's that speaking to? Okay, there's a few of us. So Father, I just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray a release of your healing power. We accept your healing power in this moment. Oh, and by the way, you, um, even if you didn't raise your hand, because I know there's a couple of you in here, <laughs> this still works. Yeah. Father, I pray that you continue just to minister, minister in that Lord. I just feel, see, just like Alicia was talking about these scars that like disappeared from me when I came out of the waters of, baptisms, uh, of baptism and um, the scars just disappeared. I, I'm just like watching that before my very eye, this, this picture of a scar um, now just kind of slowly disappearing and the Lord, the Lord ministering and the Lord, the Lord healing. And the Lord's even like taking some of your uh, false notions and false ideas and false memories of your identity that have been spoken over you. I just see almost like a, uh, um, it's like a picture of uh, someone like cowering down just like this and someone over them just like almost like barking these negative things over, over you, these negative things like you're, you're a loser. You're, you know, you're, you're never going to be good enough. And, and these are kind of the cliche things that you would say, but these, these words that these, the uh, people have spoken over you have actually, they've, they've gotten in really, really deep. And uh, as Tish was saying earlier, um, how like that alcohol needs to clean it out, right? When you have a wound, get all that that um, what is that called? Nurse lady, is that like debriefment? Is that is that debriefment something something like that? That's a medical term, by the way. But I feel like I feel like that's that's what the Lord is doing. Like let's let's get into that place of that deep feeling of of uh, of recognizing that pain that's been caused. And God's gonna go in, this is a surgical procedure and he's going to be removing some things that have been allowed to be healed in there. So going in and removing some of these lies, going in and removing um, some of these uh, false notions, these false ideas, and even the way that, so I I see the Lord um, showing me that some people have, had these negative past experiences, and it's caused you now to see the world around you through a false lens um, to where it's kind of like this, this jaded lens, and, and almost like the, the super simplistic thought that I'm having is like someone giving you flowers. And it's almost like, instead of them actually seeing flowers, as you're holding, as you're looking through these lenses, it's actually them like stabbing you. And so people are, are doing things to try and help you, to try and help you grow, and, um, and and you're perceiving it as like stabbing you. And so there's something, and we've, we've had this idea of like, all right, my... My perception is just off sometimes, and we've we've struggled with these thoughts, right? And um, God's saying, "I want to, I'm going to heal that too. I'm going to heal that too. I'm going to heal the way that you're you're seeing, and it all gets down to this this root issue that the Lord's bringing it back to. And so, Father, I just pray healing over that right now. Thank you, Lord is someone kind of having like a a left leg Um, some tingling or numbness or like some like upper thigh maybe I'm just going to go out on a limb there there is that you okay what is it yeah okay okay yeah Yeah, all right. So Father, uh, we just pray over that right now in Jesus' name. Those around her, um, if you're okay, are you okay if we lay hands on you? Awesome, because we've already got a whole bunch of people laying hands on you. So praise Jesus, praise Jesus. We pray healing right now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I pray that you would, um, if it is the sciatica, we pray that you'd go down to that nerve and cause the misfiring to stop. We pray right now for the inflammation to go down. We pray right now, God, right now, a relief, a relief. We speak wholeness over this body. Pain, we say leave now in Jesus' name. Leave. Thank you, God. Just pray that you'd move all the way up through her back. And I just pray even a a, a realigning right now, God, of, of the spine. one vertebrae at a time, Lord, I pray right now. Healing. Anything different? Yeah? Okay. Better like 100%, better like 80%, better like two out of four? 50%, okay. So, You know, if we pray once and that's 50%, I'm still working on math, but I think we got to pray one more time, right? Continue on there. So Father, we pray. We just believe in faith, God. We see what you've already done and we just pray healing right now, full, full healing, that it would completely disappear right now in Jesus' name. Holy, holy. Like W H O L whole healing yeah yeah do you want to like stand up and just like give me a little like one of these hey hey you got it hey, come on come on yeah for real though did it like yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All right, well, Father, we just pray over all of the muscle groups right there now, Lord. And, and we speak wholeness over it, God. Lord, I'm not, I'm not here to, to manufacture anything up, God, but we believe that you're our healer. We believe that you've paid the price for it already. And as you've highlighted it prophetically, we just speak in faith right now that this is what you want to do. Heal, Lord. Heal, Lord.
6: Reminded me when I was uh, hunting one time, nice, cool, crisp morning, you know. Kind you can see your breath on, makes your nose run just a little bit. And I came to a, a hive of hornets. And it was too cold for them to take off, but they were all on the outside of the hive. And there was a little ray of sunshine coming down and it was right on the hive and the hornets that were in this little ray of sunshine were all beating their wings and the noise that had emanated bees were doing what they were doing but they were warming up because of the sunshine and I said well (laughs) that's a cool picture but how's it applicable today and father said that Some of you have been in a cold place. And you think it's been dark and you've been alone. But if you're online or if you're here, you're not alone. And as you raise your voice in worship, the sunshine, S-O-N, is going to warm your heart as you have a heart of worship and you lift your voices. Your voice isn't the only one, but all together in corporate worship brings more heat together than you can be alone. So I was so taken with worship this morning and thank you so much because I just felt that emanating from us corporately, but somebody needed to hear that this morning because being in a cold place but you're not anymore.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm going to hold on to that. Matt, would you come and share?
1: So, uh, going after what Lynn was saying, things like that, uh, what came to me was uh, God's promises are always guaranteed. But it's up to us to prosper in them. And so uh, I was taken back to Joshua 1, where Joshua is given is taking up the, the baton. He's going to run with it. They're going to go into the promised land. Well, in order to get in that promised land, they have to cross a river. And we've already crossed that river. Jesus has died. We are on that other side. We are new creations in Christ. And... Uh, but in Joshua one eight it says This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that it that is written in it, for when for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So let's get out there, let's take Jericho, let's take all these things that are keeping us down because it's done. Let's Let's move from victory. Let's go out there. We're taking it. We're bringing these walls down. And we're going to, I mean, we're just destroying the enemy as, as he stands before us. Because he can't stand before us. We trample all over him because of what Jesus already did for us. That river's crossed. And if you're having a hard time wondering how to do that, and it says, I have not, have I not commanded you? Uh, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We just got to be strong. We just got to hold on to that. We're going to prosper in it because He said we would, and His promises are, His promises are always guaranteed. And I mean, it's just taking the time and watching God move. We just saw it with Leslie; she's feeling better in her leg. But take that even further. Take that into your coworkers. Take that. With the people that you're surrounded with every day. Take that extra time with God and watch Him move physically, mentally, or whatever. However, He's wanting to move, just be that catalyst. Let Him move through you, and you'll see the kingdom of God come down upon them.
0: Amen. Well, I want to close here in a song in in just a couple minutes, um, but. As we, uh, we gotta recognize that as a church, we're in a season of building. And this is something new. For many of us, this is, this type of environment, it's, it's new. We don't, we don't fully, um, you know, this it hasn't quite become normal yet. And so I wanna be sure that we understand that how, uh, we understand how we, how we grow in this type of environment. I want you to to recognize we've been talking about the number of different ways that God can speak, right? And that also plays a role in the way that God can speak like on a Sunday morning. Sometimes it'll look like um, more of just a straight teaching out of the Bible. Sometimes it'll look more of like a, a preaching, a get up, let's go. Sometimes it will take the form of something like this where God will take little nuggets and we get to take each little nugget uh, with us. And so here's, here's the practical advice and the practical direction. Take one of these scriptures that we've been hearing. Take one of these concepts that we've been hearing. Write it down. Meditate on it throughout the week. See where the Lord brings it back up. Sometimes what will take place in a time like this is that um, it will be practical for the moment for some people who are here right now, and it'll be prophetic for other people throughout the week. And so we can think back and remember back to, oh, wow, yeah, God did this on Sunday morning, and now I'm seeing it happen right here, right now. Another way that it can also take place is if uh, the Lord is doing it right now or you're hearing it right now, that he wants to continue to minister through you, right? Because we're ultimately not supposed to be the end user, right? We're supposed to allow this to continue to flow through us. And so, Let's have eyes for the world around us. Let's have eyes for the people in our families, our neighborhoods, our workplace, the world around us to see the things that God is doing right here and now continue to flow out through through all around us. Amen. And so I'm just gonna ask right now, Lord, I pray that you would take one of the, the concepts, one of the scriptures, one of the truths from this morning, and I pray that you would implant it into us. I pray, God, that you would uh, cause it to be deeply rooted within us. And um, I'm even just going to speak to those things in faith now, Lord, and just prophesy fruit that would be overflowing to the world around us. I pray over your people, Lord, that we would be a light in the darkness, that your light would shine through us. I pray over your people, God, that we would be that salt that has not lost its saltiness. Father, I pray over your people. I just pray, I pray that this time would be just this, this sharpening. I just see this as like a sharpening your people. You're sharpening us right now, sharpening that blade. So I pray it over us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, thanks again for joining us. If you have been blessed by Rise Church, be sure to follow us and share it on your social media. You can subscribe to a podcast. And if you haven't had a chance to give yet, you can do so at risechurchid.org or send a text message with a cash amount to the number 84321. And remember that the mission field is all around you. So go in the power of Jesus and bring that transformation for his glory.